personal experiences with streaming video interfaces. This is Mac Voices. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Mac Voices After Dark. Uncensored, off-topic, and always off the wall. Mac Voices After Dark is available as a benefit to our Patreon subscribers. Sign up at patreon.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. And folks, as you might expect, this is Mac Voices Live. It's Tuesday night, so what else would it be? Uh, We are live on YouTube at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, with our crew of regulars to talk tech. And we would love to have you join us in the YouTube chat room to throw questions, comments, answers, pies, whatever you want to throw at us, we're happy to have. We have a few people in there already. So um, let's see, Paul is in there, um, Webb is in there. Um, they're the ones that have checked in so far, but I would expect there to be more as we go forth. Shouldn't we be the crew of irregulars? Well, yeah, that's there's an argument for that, Frank. I'm not sure, you know, but we'll take what we can get. Hi, Webb. <laughs> um, let's go around the uh, the the room. Let's see who's here, and then we'll get to tonight's topics. Um, I, I do want to say though, um, I've stopped publishing topics um, as 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 reminders for Mac Voices, simply because, um, unfortunately, for better or worse, sometimes we get to all of them. Sometimes we get to none of them. Some, you know, and then I was getting some emails saying I thought you were going to talk about. And I don't want to disappoint anybody, um, so I'm trying not to set expectations. So just figure that it's going to be something relevant, important, and fun, and and go from there. And if you have feedback on that and you think I should still start publishing topics ahead of time, hey, that's great, too. Let me know. Hey, so you with really because you're coming here, you got problems. <laughs> it's really because you couldn't trust us to stay on topic. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's anybody true. that's watched this show knows that that's the case. All right, so going around the room in order. Um, first up, Mr. David Ginsburg. David, welcome back from vacation. It's good to have you. Oh, thanks. I'm glad, I'm glad to be back. I missed you guys, and uh, you guys had a lot of great show last week. Now I'm glad to be back and uh, talk some more good stuff this week. Uh, but uh, thanks for having me. Well, it was a little weird because you were in the chat room last week while you were on a boat. So yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, just go, go and find a camera somewhere and get on the show. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think my mic would be too would sound too well, so I didn't. I didn't want to. Didn't want to attempt it. Yeah, all that water splashing. Yeah, I get. Yeah, it. I get it exactly. Brittany Smith is back. Brittany, welcome. It's good to have you. I can find the mute button. Thanks. I'm <laughs> I'm happy to be here. <laughs> good. I'm 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 delighted. I'm delighted. Um, beside her on my screen, Mr. Andrew Orr is trying to stay cool. Andrew, welcome. Good to have you. Hey, kids. So if you played the game Among Us, this malware we're going to talk about is known as Pegasus. As, a pay, as opposed to? Alfredo. <laughs> I, I missed it, Andrew. What? What is there another pronunciation Just or another? No, Andrew. Uh, yeah, that's a, a terrible joke. Okay, so uh, apparently Brittany got it, and none of the rest of us. Did. I didn't get it. Because I talked to teens on the reg. Uh, somebody, <laughs> somebody, email us and explain it to us. Jim Ray is here as well. Jim, good to see you. Uh, I think you're muted, Jim. Or we, we don't Sorry. have any audio from you, Jim. 
which is going to make your commentary a little bit difficult to understand. Does he know sign language? He's looking. (laughs) Okay, well, while Jim is (laughs) is wrestling the tiger, we will go on to Marlon Perkins, otherwise known as Frank Petrie. Frank, good to have you. Yes, I'm here tonight at the Faulty Towers Bar with uh, one of their specials tonight. They're having cranberry and cranberry. Excellent drink. Okay. Well, good. Enjoy. Enjoy. Is there any alcohol involved? No, it's just cranberry and cranberry. Okay. Just checking. I think he's prices down. Okay. We're just we're trying to set our um our expectations. Whiskey's next week. Ah, good. Jim, any luck? Uh, I don't know. Can you hear me now? Yes, uh, there you are. I am it's a different mic. I'm I'm it's a different mic. I'm let me let me try switching back and see. How about now? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Now you're on your regular mic, but you can use we could use some more gain. Uh, that's weird because I just set it back to where the setting originally started out. <laughs> hey, tonight's wanted. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, this is gonna be technical problems. Technical problems. Yeah, put up well, those little pictures of Godzilla. We'll be back in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I have a friend who's uh cross stitching that onto a hat. Really? Like oh, the, the your your the dino from Google, your browser completely died, Chrome tab. Yeah. Okay. How do I sound now? Ooh. Uh, now you're oh, a little hot. Nice. <laughs> hot, <laughs> hot, hot. He's Take it down about twenty percent. <laughs> okay, how about that? That's good. Ooh. There we go. And Brittany's <laughs> dancing for us. Thank you, Brittany. Um <laughs> I don't know that I'm dancing for you as much to amuse as to amuse me. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, that makes us feel good. You're only here to well, amuse I, yourself. I, Aren't you yeah. here to yes. amuse yourself? No, no, no one, no one will have me. So I'm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and McDonald's is closed, so I'm here. I wanted to start out with something that happened over the weekend, and I thought it was worthy of of maybe some discussion. And then on top of that, something happened last night after I proposed this to the panel. So I have two things to relate kind of on this subject. And that is the subject is the the subject of the streaming video interfaces that we're all seeing if you are any degree of cord cutter or trying to restrict your your access. Um, And I'll try to make both stories short, but on uh, over the weekend, um, for those of you that are into golf, um, the Open, otherwise known as the British Open, was on. It was on NBC here, and I wanted to watch it. And so I was at a friend's house who had just gotten a new Comcast box. They fired it up, and we could not find broadcast TV anywhere on the box. Well, it's Comcast. Well, Frank, you know, I mean, I find it interesting because, first of all, Comcast sells cable services. And second, um, yeah, they you know, sell this, them. yeah, but but it, it just it felt like it was trying to steer you every direction but to where you were trying to get to on broadcast TV. I know where this and is going. It, it was a really, really interesting experience because, I mean, we we disconnected it. We restarted it. We tried everything. You There literally was no button for live TV. So was and, this was this was this a Comcast X one box or was it uh, the, yeah, the flex, I was just wondering, flex 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 Xfinity? 
I can't. It was it was a but, DVR. I can't say what oh. which which one it was. Wait, wait. So it was like actually trying to be a cable box with like extra features. Yes, I think that's oh. a fair statement, Brittany. That's pretty damning. Uh, uh, yeah, Something's, I mean, it, it was something was wonky. It was that had one job box. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was not like you could couldn't switch to an alternate <laughs> HDMI input because everything was coming through the Comcast box. And so we ended up having to go somewhere else and watch because we literally could not get broadcast TV. Now, of course, you had different streaming things coming, you know, that you could see the highlights and all that. But, you know, in in, an event like that, it's kind of like the Super Bowl. You want to see it live. And I I mean, it, it, it really got me to thinking about, you know, just exactly what the streaming service boxes are trying to prioritize. So the second thing then that happened, and this was completely unexpected, last night I went to watch the 10 o'clock news, and I do have in my bedroom an Amazon Fire TV, not a box, uh, excuse me, yeah, not a Fire box or a Fire, um, oh, shoot, I can't think of the word, plug-in, but Stick. Thank you, David. Thank you. But an actual Fire TV that I got on a pretty good sale. And I like having Amazon Alexa to be able to tell the TV to turn on and off. So getting ready for the 10 o'clock news, my Fire TV decides it's time to update itself. Mm. So it shuts down, it's downloading, Mm. then it's installing. 30 minutes later, after the 10 o'clock news is over, I get my TV back. Now I have a brand new Fire TV interface. And here we go again. Before, I used to have a button that said cable. So I knew right where to go to get to broadcast TV. Now, all of a sudden, there's just a little tiny input box, which, you know, once I get used to it, it's fine. But now I have to remember, okay, what input do I, am I coming in on the cable? And, you know, how is this supposed to work? Now, what I found in common about both these boxes is that they both control the input. I mean, if I'm feeding it cable, it knows. And of course, Comcast, well, that's what it's supposed to feed you along with all the streaming stuff. And it's just, it's, it's, it's occurring to me that they're cutting their own throats, especially Comcast, if they're trying to sell you cable service, because the more stuff that moves to streaming, the less you really need them as, a, as your streaming provider. Yeah. So wouldn't you think that they would prioritize live TV? But no. Apparently not. And I wanted to see if, yeah, uh, David, go, because I want to see if anybody else has this experience or or thoughts on it. I'm I'm very familiar with Comcast. I've been a Comcast customer forever. I mean, I've always had Comcast service and going back along, but way back in the the services. I have the X1 box. That's why I asked you, uh, is it the X1 box? That's the X1 service that they provide. And that gives, you know, it's a full robust interface that gives you all the, all the services that are basically available and apps and access to Netflix and HBO max and all their applications. And it's all part of that one interface. Then Comcast has their, their basic box that the people don't have that service, but it sounds like you, you, like you said, that box was a DVR. Uh, now what Comcast is selling is they're selling their flex service. If, 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 Cause they know a lot of customers 
customers are no longer wanting their cable service anymore. They want to dump it and just have internet, have their high speed internet service. But but they're including a what's called a, the, the the Xfinity Flex box, which is basically allowing you. It's becoming a full fledged Roku or, or an Apple TV or any other type of box or a Fire TV box where it has all of their all the all the services like Roku and, and then you have HBO Max and all the other all the other streaming services that are on there, Netflix and such. That's why I was th- I thought. Is that what he had? Because I, I don't think the local services are on there unless you had a service like a low cast or something that brought the um, the, the local the local uh, stations in for the, the networks. Um, so that's why I was surprised. So something didn't seem right because and, and, and of course, most people don't. Have, some people have even just the basic HD box without any any uh, DVR uh, at all uh, and let's just have it as a standard deep uh, uh, a standard uh, HD box that just brings the channels in and then the X1 also has an extension box where it, it extends uh, the DVR into all oh, this is a box that lets you also watch your DVR recordings so I, I'm, I find that kind of strange that there, there had to been some sort of service interruption uh, interruption this, this would be my opinion uh, if that was the case if uh, if that was what was happening so um, that, that's why I found that to be a bit, bit bizarre especially having local like NBC CBS ABC so on um, local channels that, that something must have went wrong something must have went wrong that, that, that day I would, I would I would bet maybe so David but it just it seems so odd. And it seems yeah, to me odd. like a, a huge interface failure that yeah. somewhere on the main screen, when the device starts up, I should see something that says TV or yeah. broadcast or, you know, something that indicates clearly that I'm going because it, there was, or no, wait, I take that back. The new fire TV interface has live. So you would think right. that is where you would go. Guess what? That's not, that's all the streaming services and what they're showing at that moment. Right. So that if, you know, just like broadcast TV, if you are Pluto TV on the James Bond channel, you know, you're going to see from Russia with love right. 20 minutes through. And so, you know, it's like the, we, we almost need a new language or a standardized language because everybody's it's- renaming things. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by our Patreon subscribers and Mac Voices After Dark. Ever wonder what happens before the Mac Voices live shows? Or what happens when the show ends or after the live feed closes? That's where Mac Voices After Dark comes in. If you are a Patreon supporter at any level, you get access to the video of our off-camera conversations. Uncensored, unedited, and always off the wall. It's a small thank you to our Patreon supporters who want to peek behind the curtain. Become a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash macvoices. And thanks to everyone who supports the show. It's getting there. It really, you, yeah. I, I mean, I, as I mentioned, I have all the, I, I like to have all the different boxes just to, to experiment and see. So I have a Roku, I have a, I have a TiVo uh, stream box, which basically is a Google TV box or, or, or a little, uh, the, the plug-in. And, I, and I've got the Fire TV. The Fire TV kind of drove me crazy, especially when I had it hooked up in my home theater, which of course is now torn down right now because of my basement mess. But uh, it's, uh, it's, um, it would drive me crazy because I had the, the Fire Cube, which is basically a Fire TV, but it's the Cube with it has the Amazon Echo built into it. 
And I was hooked into my home theater receiver. And it would, anytime I would turn the receiver on, that was the first place I would go because uh, the, the, the Amazon device would just automatically take over. And I'd say, no, I don't want, I want that to be on my cable box so I can watch the regular TV. And then if I want to choose, you know, to move to my Apple TV or my fire box or any of that kind of stuff. So, um, so yeah, it's, it just seemed very strange that that was, that was the case and, and you couldn't get it to tune in like that. Cause so this doesn't, doesn't make sense. Something, something must've went wonky. I don't know. I mean, I also have a TCL TV in the living room and that is a Roku TV. Yeah. And, you know, that if you if you just put it to the standard interface, you know, there's pretty clear a place that, OK, this is where your your cable or your broadcast or whatever you want to call it, TV is coming. And that's where you'll find it. They will let you Roku, the, the Roku, the TCL TV will let you select that so that it automatically comes on just like any TV from 10 years ago. So that when I pop it on, you know, it's it's on the last channel that my that my cable box was turned to. Right. And, and of course, David, you brought up another thing that, you know, with Comcast that a while back, you know, they gave up the idea that you could plug just a, a, a raw cable signal into a TV yeah. uh, and, and even, even a, uh, an HD ready TV. You know, yeah. now I have to have a box. I have to have an addressable box. And. If if a squirrel sneezes outside my place, there is, you know, you have an interruption in service and you have to wait. Maybe it'll come back and maybe you have to call them to send a signal to the box. And it's just it's like I, I, I get it. You're trying to prevent cable theft. But, you know, I think you're I think you're shooting yourself in the foot. And, and then we get into discussions of Apple TV interfaces. And all of a sudden, when you see these things happening, I don't feel like the Apple TV interface is all that bad. Oh, not at all. I mean, anytime, anytime I've, in fact, when I had to reset up my, my, my setup temporarily down in our basement. So we, we had a little bit of a flood in our basement. It happens, but we're, we're getting, we're working through it. Um, I ended up just not setting it up. So I didn't, you know, setting up a home theater is, is quite a feat and you got to put the home theater in place and the wiring and all that. I had to tear all that out. So I decided, you know, I've got two home pod minis. I just, just create a home pod mini pair. And that's, that's my, that's my interface for now. And I've got the cable box plugged in and it, and it you know, it's doing a decent job. And, but, I still like the Apple TV. I agree with you. I mean, I think the Apple TV still has the, the, the better of the interfaces because I like the way it navigates. I like the way I can get to where I need to get to. And I can get the local channels, like I, like, like a Locast, which is available here. It's not available in every every area around the United States. But to, to be able to watch the, the local channels that way and not, not even have to deal with cable because you have that uh, is, is a good backup. But they, they only charge it because we don't have to see the, the, them begging for you to donate like five bucks a month. So it's almost even worth having that as a backup um for for that type of service for your local channels uh, so you wouldn't even have to worry about it you know you, you just you just know let me just go to the apple tv and boom you're you're watching local and and i don't want to make this a, a complaint session that's not what this was about no, no. but it just i had two two very interesting experiences with devices that a lot of people are using for court well Scratch that. Comcast are not using for cord cutting, but the Fire TV they're using for cord cutting. Comcast is trying to continue to be your entertainment delivery device or service of choice. And this just made me want to run screaming. And part of me, David, says, you know, with all you talking about which box is which, I mean, you know, you're a tech person and so am I. But this is one place I don't want to mess with tech. I, I want... I did because I don't watch that much TV. When I turn it on, I want to see what I want to see. I wanted to see the open on Saturday. I wanted right. to see the 10 o'clock news last night. And, you know, it just didn't happen. 
usually it works okay. But uh, like you said, yeah, you just had that unfortunate of the of the update in the box. But usually, I mean, I have our DVR that's in my in our bedroom, and I can hear it. it, it we've got it set so it does updates like three thirty a.m. in the morning. So you know, I hear the I hear the DVR. It doesn't make a lot of noise, but I hear it just like a you know, it's like a computer. It's it's mm-hmm. it's shutting down and rebooting, and it did it did its updates for the night because they're doing on the X one service. They're doing it you know every night. Uh, it, there's there's always updates. Oh, to, to something that they're changing. So that's my surprise that 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 happened to you. It was unfortunate. Yeah, I just I mean, because with the Apple TV, unless I tell it to keep itself up to date, I can choose when I decide, you know, to do the update. Yeah. And that I, I'm just I'm shocked that some of the others don't have that. Or if they do, I want to be fair. You know, I haven't found it in the settings, which that too may be a failure of interface if I can't find something in the settings. There you go. Yeah. Frank, you were going to say something. Yeah, Frank, you were going to jump in. Have Have any of you had trouble or uh, you do? You, I use YouTube a lot because I I have a goldfish memory, and I just like watching different things on health and on what you guys are doing in your podcasts and and just old Carlin things and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, and it's driving me absolutely bonkers is YouTube is cutting in to stinking little 15 minute spots with ads. And then you they mean start, all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's getting really rampant now. It's getting they, worse. Matter of fact, the one thing that drives me nuts, if you read the little wording in the bottom right corner of the screen at the beginning of any program they show on YouTube, it says, the ad will end in five seconds mm. and then the ad ends. But then you go to one other ad and it goes, your video will begin in five seconds. It's like, <laughs> this is nuts. And this is why I pay for premium because <laughs> I've been very spoiled having the YouTube premium service. And I don't, I can't remember last time I watched a commercial. Yeah, but so. it, it, was, it was, it was never that bad. And like last it's month, it's worse like somebody worse. just went nuts it's got worse and worse. Well, it depends on what you're watching too, because right, you know, some some videos are heavily monetized and some have nothing. So well, there are different ways as to they're allowed to pick how they do their podcast. But or but, how they but the you know, apparently the 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 person that owns the channel can control, and you can also see yeah. that they have some control over where ads. You know, if ads appear in the middle and and where, because sometimes you'll see ads appear in the middle. Like I was watching a, a music concert and 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 the ads came up in between songs. So yeah. at least that was good that that did that instead of coming up in the middle of a song. Um, no, I like people that are mid sentence and they cut them dead for about thirty seconds. Right. And then you got to remember what was it they were talking about. Well, you know, yeah. YouTube's not a charity. Um, no, no, I don't blame them. It's just, it's, it's gotten to point, a point like fifth graders are running the ship. You know, I mean, there's no logic to it. I mean, if you, if you remember in, in, in the sixties and seventies, TV shows, you really only had to produce like, I think it was 20 minutes of air programming. The rest was filled in with commercials, but they timed things in a certain way so that you would take a break and it would make sense when it came back and there was a logical flow. 
Now it's just sort of like somebody going, whoops, I tripped over the wire. I don't know how that happened. Well, it depends, you know, it yeah. depends. And I, I have kind of the opposite feeling. I'm, I'm continuously amazed at the, the quality of content on, on YouTube and, you know, stuff that I'm like, you know, some something like somebody went on their vacation and they made a video that's better content than a lot of television from 25 years ago. Yeah, it was David. What? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Um, you know, now everybody's got great video and great lighting. I mean, you know, editing tools and drones and, and, I'll, uh, I'll tell you, and good microphones. I, I have uh, being a graduate with a degree in film and stuff. I was sort of hoping that the technology getting better was going to be a blessing because once everybody could do anything technologically and they didn't have to be brilliant. The only thing you could use to differentiate yourself was the quality of your content or your story. And I was hoping that was going to raise. But it's like now, no, it's just silly little things where, you know, well, you started watching like the wrong stuff. And then, and then YouTube will keep, you know, recommending crap. Uh, you yeah. know, I, I, I. I see great stuff on YouTube and I'm constantly amazed at what it's suggesting to me. And it's like, wow, how did it know that I would just oh, love that? It's the same way Google knows. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, well, and it is Google. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, you know, to me, I have not bought, got signed up for premium and it's primarily because I'm, I'm alarmed that if I did, then that the rest of the universe would just do disappear behind an event horizon and you would never see me again <laughs> and all i would ever do is is watch youtube continuously You'd be uh, out in space. Uh, until my death <laughs> yeah and, and you know because at least now a commercial comes up and it's like oh yeah i better stop and do something else <laughs> yeah. yeah what was life <laughs> but you know frank I, I i know what you're saying and i agree with you and i think that what's happening with youtube though is what started to happen with broadcast tv is that they they put some ads in and now they just can't help themselves. You know, we're, we're going to get more money. We're going to get more money. I mean, think yeah. think about oh, yeah. 19, think about going and watching um, a, a, a TV show, an hour long TV show from eh, 1980, 1985. Okay, as opposed, so how much, how many minutes of a show out of an hour do you get versus now out of an hour? How much do you get? Chuck, I mean, I'll beat you on that. And you're old enough. To, I know I'm not, you're not my age, but you're close enough. You remember TV shows, game shows in uh, late 50s, early 60s, right? Sure. Now, do you, do you remember to tell the truth? Yeah, barely. Yeah. And what did it say on the desk in front of them? In big no letters, Winston. And almost oh. everybody on the program had to smoke Winston's during the entire freaking show. So even though while you're being entertained, you're being pitched for product 30. placement, product placement. You yeah. know, this, yeah. this is worse than product placement. You have to well, watch this. It just drives you insane. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, it, that was, that was a, a much more open and upfront sponsorship kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah, like in those days, 
Yeah, I mean that that was we would define it now as product placement, but back then, you know, I, well, even gone farther back than that. And please, somebody help me out with um, if they remember. But you know, there was there were different theaters and different things that were brought to you by. I mean, the program it was almost like naming sports parks now by from a company. Oh yeah, you know, you so Omaha's Wild Kingdom. Kingdom, yes, there you go. Yeah. So I don't know, Brittany, you no, had something you wanted to bring up about Roku. I just, I was, it was a different tangent than the one we went on. Um, but so they changed their interface. That's the one who changed their interface, right? On you? I didn't no, you YouTube. Uh, or excuse YouTube. me, Amazon. Amazon changed their YouTube interface. YouTube changed me. things. Okay. Too. It was, anter- uh, sorry, you, you probably said streaming stick and I just assumed Roku. It's okay. I, I'm really curious, like what, what did they feel like they were gaining in their interface that was worth such a drastic fundamental shift and and what was really the reasoning behind it like is it some companies do it every once in a while because they want to feel fresh and it's not usually the best usability choice to change it on people that much um i mean were there any were there any net gains on it or was it was it just a thing they did to do so i guess we're how many people did it turn off that weren't you, Chuck? Because I bet it wasn't just you. I guess we're talking about the new Safari now. Oh, well, <laughs> see, they switched yeah. that back. Yeah. To a degree, it's back. really weird. Yeah. It's Brittany, like an amalgam of both. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, I can't answer that simply because I haven't had, you know, I mean, that was 1030 last night and it was time to go to sleep. And fair, I really haven't, fair. you know. But, I, but that my, seems my drastic. Inter- yeah, well, my initial my initial impression, you know, based on hey, here's I did go through the the one and a half minute video, two minute video that popped up and said, here's what's new, and I think the theory is that they're trying to cut, they're trying to make it easier to customize, and there are things about it that I could say, okay, like for example, you know, the block in in one particular row, the blocks aren't as large, so they don't take up as much real estate on the screen, and so you know you can get more of the blocks on the screen, which means I can select the channels a little easier. That's fine. And I think that's probably an improvement. But the fact that they they move things around, they didn't label them at least consistent. And, and worse, I lost some of what I had already customized on the old interface. Oof. And that, you know, now, look, it's not a, I mean, we're talking about streaming TV. So this is not a tragedy. But it's no. an annoyance that it's like, you know, well, I, where do I shoot? I've, I like to go to that on, you know, in the afternoon or in the morning getting dressed or something. And now I can't find it. I got to go look for it as yeah. opposed to I had it there before. Why didn't you leave it there before? And you me? can look for it. And that's so it's an irritation. Um, I've done elder care and been the tech support for uh, elderly relatives on many occasions. And you change something like that. And that's all they're doing. Like. You know, my grandfather was legally blind and could barely move around. And that's that's what he was doing. If something changed like that, it was drastic, especially once he started having memory problems. Like and I'm not saying never change it and never improve, but like you got to have a good reason and not do it very often on people because there's there's the key word. We're nudes. We're nerds. We're, we're, we're not that other one. We're nudes. Okay. And, and we don't want to be bothered with it. We just want to watch oh, our day show. Oh, this program is taking a left. Yeah. Hey, you know, I was trying to move past it. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you didn't think you were going to get away with that. Yeah. yeah, that's with that's way group? too interesting a slip of the tongue, yeah. and and way too disturbing with this group too. No, Brittany, I agree with you. I mean. <laughs> But you could you listen, we could have this discussion about any interface change for yeah. Safari, for the Mac OS, for Windows, for pretty much anything. But somebody we're less thinks it with TV. Yes, exactly. Because I exactly. didn't want to fix a thing right now. I wanted to sit down and watch a thing. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Well, I, I you know, I a point I was gonna bring up and it applied to what Chuck said earlier, and I think it applies to all of this, is that for a lot of these companies, especially you talk about cable boxes, you know, they're not they don't have the the A1 top people. They don't have the top coders. They don't, you know, people don't, you know, say, Oh, you know, I'm gonna, you know, I can't I you know, people want to go work at Apple. They're like, that's my dream. Nobody's like, my dream is to design interfaces for Comcast, Comcast exactly. cable boxes, you know? So, um, you know, we're lucky that the people that are designing them are English first, uh, you know, Well, Jim, speakers, you're straight, you're straight on. I have a friend that worked in Hollywood. He was a, an alumni uh, of mine, a uh, friend of mine. And he worked with Charlton Heston and Janet Lee, and they redid that uh, Orson Welles movie. Um, it was shot in Mexico, I forget. But they did it. They did it. Uh, they re found all the footage that was missing and stuff. They brought him in because he was an audio expert, and they were going to make Charlton Heston and Janet Lee sound like they did in the film, which was shot 30 years earlier. And Heston was like, Dude, you're never going to do this. There's no way you can do it. He says, look, that's why I get the money. So he did the whole thing. And when he was done, Charlton Heston took him outside, put his arm around him and said, hey, you're going to do something in this industry. Now, he went back a couple of years ago because he had to do, I think, another two years to fulfill so he could get his, um, uh, you know, after you retire, whatever that's called. And... Uh, what he found was no longer were there people that were real true artists working in the industry. They were hiring college kids for 25 bucks an hour that just knew how to use Premiere. That was it. There was no logic to the angles they were doing. It was just, this is what I've seen done. So I'm doing it. You know, and these are companies that are not making their money and their reputation off user interfaces. So it's it's just, you know, well, we got to slap something out there and, you know, they just don't care. Nobody, uh, you know, it's not a critical point for any. Nobody's going to get fired for mucking it up. Uh, you know, Comcast box, if you're, you know, I've, I'm lucky. I live in California. I've never had to deal with Compact, Comcast. I watched them grow just but, down the street from me in Philadelphia. <laughs> But, you know, I assume, Chuck, where you are, it doesn't matter if you like it or not. You're paying them through the nose every month. And if the interface sucks, hey, sucks to be you. You know, what does Comcast care? They just don't, they don't care. That's so, right. you know, we're used to Apple is like, you know, I mean, sometimes we criticize, but they're trying, you know, they really are, you know, they're really trying, but a, a lot of these companies are not trying. In the next edition of Mac Voices, we continue our discussion of streaming video interface frustrations. 
why we are frustrated and the opportunities that they represent for those that are creating them. We also start to talk about the Pegasus spyware that you've probably heard so much about and discuss why you probably don't need to worry about it, but why we need to worry about it in aggregate. That's next time on Mac Voices, and I hope you'll join us. Until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.